Hi, and welcome to Telepathic TV. This is television that you watch with your third eye. And I'm R. Neville Johnston. And I'm Mary Phelan, and our program is about raising our consciousness. And tonight we're going to talk about various fa fa uh, facets of creativity. That's funny. And how that manifests for people and inspiration and such things. Mm -hmm. So we've got some fun things here. And uh, just to log in in the Mayan. Ah, it is nine Kimi. Kimi is the world bridger, the um, the bridge that bridges our physical reality with ultra-dimensional realities, or any two things that are far apart. And it is guided by the power of spirit. Yeah, very much so. Mm -hmm. Okay, and, uh, and nine's a good day to go within and contemplate and um, in order to arrive at the decision. And represents one of the completion mm -hmm. cycles in the, mm -hmm. the universe that we live in. Great. Well, yeah. we've got a lot of um, various things tonight, and I would like to announce to people that we're conducting uh, an experiment of sorts um, so that we can do this every week on the show, is we have hooked my laptop up as uh, camera four, so we can receive Skype calls and Skype video calls if people would like to call in in the future. Um, we're still working on that and figuring out how all that works. Um, but we are going to also take a little tour of telepathictv.com so I can show people all of the things that are stemming from my creativity. And we've got a bunch of things like that. One thing I would mention just right off the bat in regards to creativity and inspiration is when we have those moments of inspired thought, we lose ourselves in a very good way, which means we're not in the measuring mind, we're in the experiencing mind. And when we are in that experiencing mind, we, don't, we can't be anywhere but in the moment. And that's where we're all aspiring to be, where we're craving to be. And everything that we do in our life and every problem, quote unquote, that we have that we seem to conquer or put to rest, is all in an effort to get to that place where we can live in the moment, whether that's retiring or stopping the alarm clock from ringing. But if you get connected with your creativity and your inspiration, you are living there 100% of the time, and it's never something outside of you on the other side of an event, like retirement or Saturday after, after the work week's over, or when the kids go to bed, or after I take these art lessons, or whatever that is. And we all get inspired in our own way, and we all act out our creativity in billions, trillions, infinite different ways of doing that. It's not just painting or drawing. It can be all kinds of way of self-expression. And one thing um, that I was building up to there is I find that I no I've noticed that a lot of people think creativity is hearing about another person's creative ideas and duplicating them verbatim. And that is not a creative action. That doesn't give you quite that same satisfaction. But it is wonderful to be inspired by each other's creations and then make it your own. Then do something with that. It's like standing on the shoulders of our ancestors and we build something even better or more creative. So don't be afraid to put yourself out there and be inventive creative and inspired and don't just duplicate somebody else's stuff create your own because everyone has equal amounts of creativity and inspiration well inspired means when the spirit enters 
And this is to be seen, if we're going to understand creativity, we would understand creativity as part of a trinity, as the new thinking, as the inspired thinking. So it goes, uh, inspiration, the spirit enters, and you are then impulsed to create. So that process would be inspiration, process, and then boredom. Boredom is very much a part of creativity. In fact, without boredom, you really cannot have creativity. So to see creativity is to see it as inspiration, process, and boredom. So when a teenager says, I'm bored, what they've told you is they are about to be inspired. And so you can say, yeah, tell me that in 10 minutes. Because that's what the word boredom means. It means I am just about to be inspired. I have totally lost all. The word boredom has gotten a lot of bad press that it does not deserve. It is an important part of the creative process. And generally, if I feel bored, uh, I, get, I play with the equipment to get it ready for when I'm going to be inspired. Mm -hmm. You know, as an artist, I would set up canvases. I would, you know, the rest of that. As a photographer, I would get the, you know, et cetera, whatever. See, that's very good. So it's like boredom is, takes you by the hand and says you are going to be inspired and creative whether you like it or not. Yeah. It is the thing that takes us to the dock to get on the ship. Yeah. But to be in the now, when we feel that we are bored, see, that's where everybody misses the boat. Mm -hmm. And you don't get on the dock, you get under the dock. You, you get know. docked. Yeah, in that very profound sense then of the word. Then you have to yeah. go to the doctor. And that you works don't let too. your creativity out. So the inspirations, so we have so much to uh, well, I'm, bring forth this particular about, show. How about if we start with some of the things that we have on the website? Sure. Um, that I love the idea of us being able to do that, and, and we'll switch over to it in just a moment. Um, on, the, on the website, I'm going to get the little screensaver off with that or fish, so um, that's yeah, not the first thing that comes up. I'd like to take you on a little bit of a tour of telepathictv.com. This is really um, a, a child of my inspiration and creativity on all levels, and I'm not a real talented programmer, web oh, developer, yes, but, well, I don't know. I mean, uh, I it's do. still a little old-fashioned, but, really but I, I, want, I, I choose to offer people a lot of things to do when they mm -hmm. come. I, I'm just that kind of a person. If you come into my house, I usually will have some games or something for everybody to do, keep the kids uh, inspired to, to do their own thing. And so when you come and visit Telepathic TV, there's a lot of things. So. Um, if we're ready, we can go ahead and switch over, and you can tell me when that's up. I'm not sure if I'll... Yeah, there we go. This is our main main page, and you can see across the top, the psychic, the psi dev isn't normally like that. It's just my laptop does that to it for some reason. But there is a whole menu bar at the top, the show, Neville, Mary, workshops, audio, Sakim, tarot, psi, psi dev, psychic development, health, bowls, store, photos, and more. On the first opening page when it comes up, there's also selections along the left. You can watch live, like if you wanted to watch the show live right now, this screen pops up, and I know I've written on there no live show 8.5, I did not um, get that off, but you can click on that and, well actually, if you click, let me just close that down for a second, if you click on this little arrow here, you can open up the show, which is that's what we're watching right now, is the computer. It's the infinite mirror. So, it'll just go on endlessly like that. Mm -hmm. Okay. 
Okay, I don't know what's going on there, but let's go ahead and mute that. Uh, okay, they're putting ads on our thing, apparently. Ekincar, which is weird. Okay, so then if you want to go to the archived shows right here, you can, as you can see, select from many, many, many archived shows, 100 and some odd, and watch the whole show anytime you'd like. If you'd like to go to the podcast and listen to the audio version, you can click podcast and click on the link and it will take you to iTunes where you can subscribe to it for free and it gets automatically downloaded. And that's for people that don't have fast internet connections. So you can listen to them on your computer or on your iPod and how to be in the audience and various things like that and some pictures. And then you can go to Neville's link and read his blog. You can look at some of his creativity, which I'll call that up there, where I have put some of the pictures of his Flower of Life paintings, that series, which are really lovely. And Neville, did you want to um, maybe just say well, a quick thing about that? The Flower of Life paintings are designed to awaken you. It really is. We can just do the simplest amount of math there. If you stare at that design for long enough, I can guarantee you that your eyes will be brought to focus in the center. And come on, that's what we're looking to do. After a while of focusing in the center, quite naturally, it spreads out. And so that is, by virtue of the presence of this in your home or on your computer screen or wherever it is you're looking at it, it will activate consciousness. It is the nature mm -hmm. of it. It is, the, it is a painting of consciousness well, itself. something else that we noticed is that depending on what colors you are attracted to, it yeah, says a lot. Was, yeah. and there's a lot of interpretation that can be done, and perhaps I'll make those into a uh, deck that we can use online. Yeah, that would make sense. Okay. Yeah. All right, and uh, we'll go back to the, the site here. We'll go through another little mm -hmm. uh, tour here. You can also uh, read about Neville's um, waveform generators and his infinity symbols and various things that we have here on the show. It gives you more information. Then under mine, it um, talks about just some things here uh, and, and my decks, which I'll show you in a minute. The workshop page tells you what we have going on. Under the audio, you can, there are cer certain things that are coming soon, but you can uh, listen to the bowls for free here. I mean, there's no, nothing you have to do to sign up or anything like that. You can click on, on these and listen to um, all, all seven of the bowls, and you can even play them all at once, which is a completely interesting experience. And I'm going to be give, putting longer clips on there shortly. But you can play the C and the B note together and get that overtone which unifies the hemispheres of the brain. And it's a wonderful way to have a meditation there. And then there's Meditation Break, which are some meditations that I've recorded and I'm going to be having a lot more. And I do the music and the meditation on each one of these. And they're about five minutes. And my concept there was people say, I don't have time for meditation. But few people say, I don't have time for a cup of coffee. Well, I made meditations the same length as getting a cup of coffee would be that you can listen to on your computer at work or you can download them uh, off of I, uh, uh, YouTube. I have them out there as well. And put them on your iPod. And so there's lots of opportunities for that. And there's many more coming that I've already recorded. 
And right. there will be um, longer meditations and hypnosis and things. What I love about this is uh, that you don't have to sign on or give up your email address or anything else. That there, this is the whole principle of the net. Whatever it is you want, you can look it up. You can experience it as much as looking at a um, computer will allow you the experience. But so many of them, and I, I'm just repelled by them. You know, you know they, they have this wonderful thing you're really interested in, and you go through three pages to find out that the only way you're going to get that is if you sign on, which means you're going to get uh, spammed. It's like saving and, money at the grocery store, getting yeah. one more card so they can yeah. and, and they're <laughs> track just, you for marketing. Yeah, they're just tracking, and this is not what we're about at all. It's not what we were ever about. And I don't the even know how to do program, that. So. The purpose of our program is to assist you to become more conscious. Absolutely. And you become more conscious through all of these mm -hmm. venues you're setting up here. Yeah. And so... And it's yours. Just take it. It's yours. Well, that, that's the thing. I, I really have put years of my life into accumulating these different skills in order to mm -hmm. do this and, and the acting. I would love for people to enjoy this. And that, that would make me very happy. And there's also the Serpent Mound Awakening, which is a poem I wrote that I read on there. And then um, I told you the audio. Then you can learn more about Sekim Healing, where it, it's all uh, down over to the left, the different options. Then on the tarot, there are two decks that I have created. I did the artwork and the text that goes along with them. And one is called the Inner Wisdom Cards, and there are three different spreads. You can do a four-card levels of self or the inspirational card of the day or the past, present, and future. And you can type a question in and blah, blah, blah. Let's say ding, ding, ding your question and of course on your screen it's going to come up a little less compressed because this is a tiny thing and for instance solitude you can then go down there and it gives you the reading for that mm -hmm. card yeah and I get I get a lot of people that do this every day and mm -hmm. there are 47 or 48 cards in there and then I also have the deck of the spirit animal cards, which you can do the same thing. And all of this is free, no signing in necessary. And you can get, um, I think I have 44 uh, spirit animal cards with some really valuable lessons. And see, it tells you to ask a question, but that's not being recorded anywhere. It's just something we put in there for fun. And also to get people to articulate a question, which is very important whenever you're doing a reading of any kind. If you don't have clear what you're asking, it's garbage in, garbage out, essentially. And I thought I would do one to get, and maybe we can do a reading for a caller later with, with the deck online. And I typed something, but I guess it didn't take. And of course, when you go fast, sometimes you go slow, if you know what I mean. Okay, and then we get back over to the regular website, and that opens in another window. And then under the psychic development, there is a game that you can play to test your psychic abilities. You can either look at the assortment of images here and select one you think it's going to be. So why don't we all do that now? Everybody in the audience, pick one. Okay, and then once you have it in your head, then you click that and you keep doing that. And it's not about being right and wrong, it's about practicing. That's why you don't lift weights for any purpose other than to lift weights. Do this because it pra you practice that part of you, that part of you, excuse me,
There's another way to use it, and that is to pick one and think about it. Now let's all concentrate on it being the square because our electromagnetic field that we put out when we think affects electronics. They know this in Las Vegas and Atlantic City because they're working on getting systems put in place that you can't affect slot machines mentally because they know some people can. So that's what we call the lucky people. All right, so is everyone thinking of a square? Let's see if we were able to affect that. Wavy lines, I think everybody's has, uh, took a break or something. Those are the brain waves. Yeah, that, those are uh, the brain waves they picked up. That's creating the square. Good spin now. Yeah. Okay, and then there is other things about psychic development, and that looks like I've got, um, I gotta refresh my laptop from that. And then we've got a lot about health, which tells about the rife, Mm -hmm. the bowls, all kinds of different information. And the tuning forks we're about to introduce. Yes, and um, then that's about the crystal bowls. And then photos, you might have a lot of fun. I did a photo journal of our trip out west when we went out to Arizona a couple years ago. And there are pictures from our 2008 Serpent Mound, spirit and orb photos of Beach Retreat, another Serpent Mound trip, Buddhist Temple, Mothman festivals and some expo pictures. So it's like you can go along with us on that. But check it out, there's a lot to do there. Mm -hmm. and, and creativity is an enormous subject. Mm -hmm. uh, that could be the grandest one in a certain way, although I don't care for superlatives grandest, but certainly great. So people might consider calling in to talk about what it is that's your creativity because each of us has uh, a genius level creativity. Every one of us does. There are no exceptions. Now a lot of people have been beaten senseless by the language we speak and uh, peers and the um, uh, idea of the uh, uh, effect of being part of the uh, human race, the idea of the suppression that goes on that way. Uh, everyone beating everyone else down which is uh, definitely entertainment. As far as I can tell it's entertainment. And um, you're going to do a meditation for the group later on, and I oh. would talk a little bit about what has become habituated meditation for me. And I, I had just a breakthrough in the... Uh, well, why don't you talk about that now? I mean, we, I, uh, we don't have to get to the meditation movie. Well, uh, just in the becoming aware that we are all going through, I, uh, part of my waking up in the morning is to agree to be present in my body which is generally where the body will automatically stretch and I'll get those interleukins that feel it's just heavenly to be in the body. Love it's those real interleukins. Welcome, real welcome to the world. And then I place my awareness on the room that I'm in and my awareness on the immediate mile in every direction. And then eventually I place my awareness on the entire of the planet, which I've done. And... Um, from my experience having been shot to death and been in heaven uh, where I listened to the entire of the human race talking at once and um, this morning yes this morning I decided to tune in to the insect population on the planet earth and I was amazed by the harmony of it by the um, rhythm that it had all of the there are no insects that are at war with other insects and I know the anthropomorphizing, that's an army ant. Oh well, my God, where's his little helmet? Isn't that cute? He, that one's got a flamethrower. No, that's a fire ant. 
No, none of that's real. That's us. <laughs> He's got a catapult ourselves. for another fire ant. That's a flamethrower. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's us superimposing our superstitious thinking onto. They are not at war with each other. There's in fact in the insect population of the planet Earth total peace. Not only is it total peace, they are giving off a rhythm that I don't know uh, that I could describe. It's ineffable. They're all together. They aren't, you know, you would say, well, all the ants get over there, all the spiders get over there, all the praying mantis. Okay. And so I was talking with um, insect beings that are the spirit guides of the existing insect beings on Earth and found out that um, praying mantis are individually ensouled, which mm-hmm. surprised me. And spiders also, but like all the ants, that's one soul broke, uh, built a body where all of the cells of it run around and gather and hunt and so forth. But again, so, but I was shocked to recognize a praying mantis as an individual, yet I have on many occasions seen them look up well, that, Turn their little hat at you. Yeah. Do yeah. you remember when we first met, there was a praying mantis on one of the plants, and we spent a, at least an hour talking to it. Mm-hmm. And you would talk, and it would turn its head and look up at Neville, and then I would talk, and he, he she would turn his head and look up. And, and their face is just like the alien faces that, that are drawn, so it's kind of supernatural. But the articulation and the gracefulness to those creatures is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think praying mantises definitely are super, super uh, ensouled beings, if you want Singularly to see it Singularly ensouled. There's not a group. Now, ants, it's interesting that you brought this up because years and years ago, when I was probably about 19, I was really interested in the different insect populations and how it was, that their, their way of life and everything. And so I, I took, took an interest in that. And one time there were these ants I had a ground floor apartment that was on slab and it had parquet flooring so there were gaps and I think ants would come up through the concrete. And so ants came up and they had a piece of a potato chip, a little tiny one, and was were trying to get it between the crack but it kept getting stopped up. And so all these little general ants, meaning the, the officers came up and started talking by all this swirling around and then they took the potato chip and they turned it like that and got it down. But that cooperation between them was was really phenomenal, Mm -hmm. intellectually. Thinking of the colony of ants as an individual soul, which could be right next to another colony of ants, which would be a different individual. So all bees in a particular hive is one soul running the overall picture of the thing. So just the final point I had on this that I recall at the moment, went to talk to cockroaches, which is very interesting, because um, I thought, well, all right, now I'm going to find a a soul that agreed to be um, uh, experiencing low self-esteem. And that's why the the being incarnated in that particular form. But I was informed that that's, again, anthropomorphizing. That is, again, our projection onto these beings, and they are simply, um, well, as far Living as Living within tell, their environment. Yeah, they're just Making having the a good time. Yeah, and uh, uh, are adapting more rapidly than most of the rest of the beings on this planet. <laughs> I mean, they, they have got some 
in-gear evolution going on. That's absolutely true. Yeah, which I think is very interesting. Well, and, uh, well, the concept, or, oh, I'm sorry. Are you? Well, no, just that they're leaving us in the dust. Well, not they, they aren't really, but they it are. It looks that way because they're, they're really seizing the day. Yeah, and they are willing to change, to adapt to things, and we human beings seem to be um, opposed to change, yet we change. So we are dragging our heels about a lot, a lot of things. And so the idea of creating a new and improved human being within yourself without going through that reincarnation That's thing. beautiful. It's yeah. such a beautiful thing to bring up, too, because mm -hmm. you're tapping into the concept of totem as well. Mm -hmm. A long time ago, I, I was also kind of on my own journey in a completely different way with the creatures, like I was saying, and I realized that in my terms, um, or maybe Native American, although I don't know if these are the same or not, I, I realized that the group of animals has an energy like the totem of cats. If we think of cats, there's this gestalt energy of the nature of cats. They're very loving, but yet they're kind of skittish, and, and um, there's a gamut within that to being very, very affectionate, to being completely skittish, where they jump at anything that, that moves around them. But overall, there's a feel of the independence, of the sleekness, the, um, just the nature of cats. And that becomes a soul or an energy of itself that we can all tap into. So if you have a totem that is a turtle, well, there is this nature. If you just focus on turtles and let that energy speak to you, there's a totality message from that that's also an identity that you can tap into. So I think it's really very similar to what you're saying, maybe just a slightly different perspective on it, but it's worth, um, worth exploring for sure. Well, this opened my meditation to a thousand, thousand explorations. Mm -hmm. I uh, bet. That have been, um, uh, there's a point at which, you know, every morning I would see how we the human race were doing by virtue of the geometry that the tone made of the group of us. Mm -hmm. And so this is a part of what we do in choosing a show topic there that could be translated literally into language. Um, David, our audio person who's uh, quite brilliant at it, was saying that a lot of people are at this moment experiencing stress because a lot of um, companies are not hiring and so everyone that actually has a job, just because you have a job, there's a background stress, just because you have a job. And if you're looking for a job and you don't have one, it's foreground stress. Oh, you so know, that is such a good point. I, I know he had mentioned that a couple weeks ago, too, and mm -hmm. it's so good that you remembered to talk about that because, and you brought up an excellent point about the front foreground stress if, if you're <laughs> in the job or background stress if you're in the job. Yeah. A lot of people and employers are now in one of these dynamics of that it, it almost feels as an employee that you have to sell your soul to keep your job now, which means you'll work, they say work 20 times, or, or um, I'm sorry, uh, twice as much as what they're paying you for, and you feel like I have to do it because there's a scarcity of jobs. And this, it's like a slinky. It goes like this, where there's not enough people, there's too many people. And you can find that balance point within yourself and say, no, I still have my boundaries, and not feel like you're selling yourself out. The fish are back. Mm -hmm. I see that. Hey, fish. So the idea of, um, well, we have uh, creativity, and this is the thing 
that cannot actually be taken away from you, you would think that it could be, but it's not. And no matter what, you're going to be creative. Now then the question becomes, well, what would you like to create? I mean, that's just definitely the next step on that particular path. And uh, as we say, are saying, Mary's created a phenomenal website. I did want to mention, too, that you can even um, download classes. You can take some classes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, it's us. Yeah. This is kind of interesting if uh, it works out I'm that we can cut over. I'm having a feedback moment just to... Yeah. This is like a... Yeah. Th see, we just find this really funny. So there we go. There I am. See, we could do the whole show like this. This and, is funny. And, oh, uh, there's the infinite mirror. Oh, look, it's look. showing me. It's showing the computer now. So there it goes. <laughs> I love this. Is someone this in is the great. control room doing that? Or no, it's happening naturally. That's what we have. That's what she's showing. So that became in there. See, she's not showing that anymore. So that's. Oh, there it goes again. Well, that's what she's showing okay, on the computer. Okay, you know, this may be the first time ever that this was done. <laughs> I think we have to claim copyright on this immediately. No, you know as what? There were such a we thing. just found the nexus of the universe mm -hmm. just then. Mm -hmm. See, mm -hmm. look. Mm -hmm. There we go. Boom. See? And now mm -hmm. that's copying over to that. See, Donnie, you created an um, inward, um, what would that, inverted, <laughs> inverted kaleidoscope. Downward facing kaleidoscope. Yeah, there we go. Inward facing kaleidoscope. That, it's a new yoga move. That's brilliant mode. creativity. Boy, yeah. there it is. Yeah. It just happens all around. And that maybe, I, I would think someone had done this someplace, but not that I know of, but it is entirely possible. And there we go. Yes, there we go. Inwardly. Okay. okay. <laughs> and so, obviously, you can watch our show live on Thursday nights at 8.30 Eastern Time. So if you're listening from another part of the country or world, you can join us. And mm -hmm. with Skype now, you can call in because a lot of people have told me that it's rather expensive to call from overseas uh, to get on the show. But with Skype, anybody can, can log in. And so the Skype address is Telepathic TV. So just search for Telepathic TV, and then we can uh, perhaps even do that tonight. Or if somebody that's already... Skype buddies with me if you'd like to uh, call in and do a test or Skype in. Mm -hmm. We don't have to use the video feature. You can just use the audio. I have a microphone standing by. And that'll but work. You, but there are two classes posted now that people can get, and one is mm -hmm. a, just a short introduction to dreams, a couple hour long, and your language codes courses as well. up there. Yeah, and I things. am going to be putting up everything that we have done. And Neville and I have an extensive body of work of things that we've taught over the years. Yeah. I worked the entire day yesterday just getting the outlines together. They started out that way and yeah. it's at 40 pages of just course description. So um, anyway, that way we can touch base with everybody throughout the world. And this is just to show you that when your creativity and love and inspiration all get into the same room, all kinds of parties happen. That's how all this stuff was invented, how we can get video conferencing in from the other side of the world. I mean, to me, all this uh, technology that we have is really showing. Works really well, yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh. I have for years been uh, building waveform generators, and uh, just for the moment, uh, Rick, if we can get a close-up on the latest waveform generator, which this is, is spectacular. Waveform generator. As you can see, even from this distance, and I'm pointing to it, and I'm looking at the monitor. This is a crystal, uh, amethyst crystal, that um, 
as you can see, was part of a, uh, a cathedral, and, uh, but very narrow. And so I think the person elected to turn it into the ball, which I think is a brilliant thing to have done. And it would look more like that if it were oriented to itself for you to see. Now, this ball, you cannot, they, they have a, if you're going to take a rock and turn it into a sphere, you basically cut the thing into a sphere shape and then you stick it in the thing that polishes it down to a ball. Well, you can't do that with this uh, because it'll shatter it. And so the, <laughs> there's a six second delay on that. There we go, okay. There's, um, we found our six second delay and it didn't cost that much. Uh, okay, so this thing had to have been done after it was carved into a basic ball. Somebody had to very, very carefully polish it by hand totally to get this device to exist this way. And then I found the perfect match of frequency in that particular, uh, again, made, well, I call it the engine or the focus for the, and it's a thought amplifier. And we're long in the habit of calling it waveform generator, and that is correct. And when the thought amplifier name of it came up, uh, so many people said, oh, but what if I think a negative thought, it'll amplify it. So they didn't buy one, of course. Well, I'm telling you what happened. So I just got no, out of the habit of calling it an amp a thought amplifier. And uh, I would like to go forward calling it a thought amplifier because I believe we, the human race, have outgrown the superstition well, of our own fallacy. Well, yeah, well, one thing that I would explain about that, it's not like it just picks up random thoughts and just spits them out like, a, like, a, like you put something on a, a turntable and it's going to go flying off. You, you program it with a certain intention and it mm -hmm. amplifies it, but it radiates it and it keeps mm -hmm. it going through the copper and the, and the, the mineral, whatever is on there. Yeah. And copper can channel a lot of electrical energy. An amazing amount that, of copper That loves. is a grade in size that can even channel um, lightning, strike. lightning strikes. Yeah. So, so we're talking high frequency stuff. Yeah, it's solid copper. Copper has uh, become a very valuable item, especially native copper as it comes out of the earth, but it's, well, sometimes it has to be processed as ore. It goes on and on. There's a huge file on all of this stuff. But the waveform generators are remarkable beings that will assist you in manifesting that which you wish to manifest. Well, it does that because it's like a placeholder. It continues to do it when, when mm -hmm. you, regardless of whether you doubt or not and things like that. Yeah. But you know, over the years, and you've probably found this too, a lot of people have asked me how they can bring more creativity into their life, how, how they can bring it about. And one thing that came through a long time ago, which I really agree with, is that you don't look for the medium in order to be creative. Like, oh, when I figure out whether I'm good at sculpting or painting, then I will become creative. You don't wait for that. It really comes in the reverse. You allow the creativity to come through and the medium will show up, or the mediums. And it doesn't, as I've shown tonight, it doesn't have to come in the form of anything that we traditionally think of as art. Creativity can come in what you're cooking for dinner, in how you uh, align uh, knickknacks on a shelf, to knitting or crocheting or how you walk or how you are with other people and getting creative and dealing with kids in a classroom. There are no limits to that. I always put my knickknacks next to the paddywhacks. Paddywhacks, I knew you were going to say that. Percolating in the paddywhack. 
And then you give the dog a bone, right? Well, you got to after a thing like that. <laughs> yeah, with this process. So I've been, uh, oh, and I have our first caller. Hi, caller, what's your name, please? Hi, this is Neha, how are you? Hi. Neha, well, good to hear from you. Hi. What can we do for you? Um, actually, I have a question, and oh. um, I'm not sure if, you know, how it's gonna go, but the question is this, that I'm, I'm close to someone who is close to someone who is facing a terminal disease, and um, I hope it's okay to ask you if, um, if you would have any guidance as to what kinds of words of comfort, you know, could be said to someone who's, who's facing a situation like that, you know, where they have maybe up to a month left on, on earth and um, some guidance as to what kinds of words or suggestions or anything that could be said to this person. Well, thank you for that call, and that's actually brilliant. And my brother passed into spirit um, uh, almost four weeks ago, three, three and a half weeks ago. Oh, I'm sorry. And I, I did have, I was in that position where um, I, I, I was able to have that conversation about what happens and things like that. And my best friend and my sister both passed into spirit within uh, X amount of years. and. I found that some people are really ready to hear directly and a lot of people aren't. It's almost like when people get that close, they can go into a mode where the brain isn't really processing that type of thing anymore and they're more in that moment, that creative inspired moment where they take things as they come and I have found uh, the best help you can be when people are in that frame of mind is just being with them. and. Uh, perhaps communicating the things that um, you want to say in actions and just being close and um, letting them be the one to bring things up and talk. Well, I, myself, I have actually been on the other side. I spent the uh, last weekend in uh, ARE um, talking about the experience of having died and I have to say, it's um, the greatest thing. It's unbelievably terrific. It's a really, really good idea. When I was 50 years old, I published the first book. And so the immediate question in my mind was, why did I wait so long? <laughs> when I died, uh, shot to death when I was 27 years old, uh, as soon as I was on the other side and got over being on the other side, uh, it's just a delightful experience. It's um, uh, such an upgrade, such an improvement. In a single moment, you become so high frequency that absolutely nothing matters. They joke about uh, drugs that are to kill pain. And they say, oh, it doesn't really kill pain. You just don't care. Okay, so imagine that times 100,000. You know, uh, uh, and the immediate thing that was explained to me when I was on the other side was that that entire life had been a particular suit of clothes that I had worn and that I had taken off that suit of clothes and that I was now going to enter a place where I could try on some other clothes, really, really different clothes. And um, so it's nothing but excitement. And generally, if we are winding down to the moment of our departure, okay, and I understand the winding down and I'm not going to um, you know, you have a lot of thoughts to think while you're still 
in the bog, but the minute you stepped to the other side, well, it didn't matter. You're right. You're exactly right about that. But because I've really been honored to be close to people around that time, mm -hmm. I have noticed that the human brain really can't comprehend it. Now, our everyday awareness, the one that gets up and makes the cup of coffee and gets mad at the person that cut him off on the beltway, that part of our mind really does have some, um, I'm going to, whether, I do believe they're self-imposed and they don't have to be there, but there are some restraints about metabolizing what is about to happen to us. One thing from the very beginning when we're born, we're born behind a closed door. All death happened in a hospital behind a closed door and we became very alienated from it. And it's important that we all make friends with death in order to go consciously into that state. What I have observed though is, is people get elevated by their own higher self in their spirit. And some people are at the level of awareness or consciousness that they can climb on board and it would be very beneficial for them to perhaps read Neville's book on, and the story of his death experience oh, or read many of the, the stuff, that, stories that are out there about death experiences that might be very helpful. But I think what happens is it, it's something really deep in a person's soul and it's not always even conscious to them but that there are mechanisms. I, I realized when my mother died it was very devastating a long time ago and I helped myself by realizing that 120 years from now everybody on the planet will not be here anymore that there'll be a whole new crew in here and that there are more people on that side than this side and it may look like it's a journey we do alone but we are never alone and it's all something internal so the more we can just be present for somebody I think that's good yeah that is a very good way to look at it but mm -hmm. it's uh, I'm not recommended yeah yeah because once they go, they'll know. Now, I have done so many readings over the years where people in spirit come and talk to me uh, on behalf of whoever's sitting in front of me. And I have learned a whole lot about what it is like in the afterlife. And it's very different for every person, for sure. Thank yeah, you but so it's all much. good. Your, thank you. Your words are like gifts. Thank oh, you so thank much. Thank you. You are a gift yeah. to us, too. Well, and uh, feel free to contact. Uh, we have oh, much more of this. Do you mind if I tell real quick while they're getting the duck ready sure. the story of my brother? My brother sure, passed please. a few weeks ago, and he had been holding out. He was very ill and in a lot of pain, and he was holding out until his grandchild was born. And the morning, and uh, two days before his grandchild was born, he was kind of out of it, um, not conscious, but... His grandchild was born that morning, and we told him, and I got to be with him during this, we said the baby was born, and he opened his eyes and focused, thank goodness for iPhones, because they could snap a picture, and he focused for about 45 seconds and just looked at every little square inch of that baby's face and took three breaths and went into spirit. So the idea that death is something scary that implodes upon us without our power it's, it's just not true. We have more power than we know. Okay, yeah. well, thank you. And there's uh, been the tradition of conscious death throughout every native society mm -hmm. on the planet. We lost it. We, the advanced civilization here, really have to rewrite the relationship with death. It has to not be hidden from us anymore. It has to, it, it's, I it agree. Make it, and I, I agree. don't want to be a bully by saying have to, but we will advance the minute we say that it's okay that we come and go. Well, that we will get that conscious 
conscious death, and mm -hmm. this is really a good topic to talk about as a whole conscious show. Conscious death, too. yeah. Just death, because there's so much that yeah. I would relate from my death experiences, mm -hmm. experiences with death of other people's too. Yeah. And, and I hear a quack. Say hello, ducky. This is Alan, our beloved duck dangler. There we go. All right. And. Okay. Here come the duck. It's Here descending. Duck and we've sending. got dolphins, duck sending. Oh, the dolphin duck. Ascending the spiral, wouldn't that, isn't that amazing? Ascending the spiral is crossing into higher dimensions and we are ascending the spiral. And you guys. Change. See? Yeah. How perfect, the yeah. dolphins were and definitely talking. We would love to believe the, the great myth there, the, the thing about death is this kind of relationship we've had with the word change. We would love to change because of the potential it represents and we are terrified to, of the change because of the uh, change. And so to understand death as something you... That's the real change of life, is death. Yeah. Isn't oh, that, that funny? That is funny. <laughs> and we have our first caller. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Second caller. Second caller. Hi, what? this is Nat. And I just wanted a reading or just your ideas on the job situation. I have a job situation and the problem is perception. They say perception is reality and you know some people perceive me one way and I just started this job and I was thinking you know is it perception or prejudice? I didn't know you know how after being talked to how I was going to change perception because I've never heard so many complaints before, and I've been doing the same job for 15 years, but just at a new place, and well, I've had many changes before. That's a brilliant question. You are a brilliant person, and I think that one of the things I just felt around you immediately as I heard your voice, I think that you, you're almost bigger than your body, and that sometimes people don't see, th like, like if I'm feeling my aura and I'm going like this and I can't feel it. Well, if I'm within my aura, I'm not going to feel it. But if I go out here, I can feel the outside of it. And I feel like that's what's going on with you. And you're right. It's sort of like looking on the, the laptop where it kept imploding, uh, like going in with another picture. Our impressions, uh, our perceptions create our reality, but then the reality keeps creating the perceptions. And I feel what that's showing you is 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 just how you feel about the situation, your fears, and I know Neville, you might want to say something about that in a minute. Uh, the card flowering. This is you really being who you are, and I feel that there might have been people in your past that got intimidated by that, and that that might be going on right now. That it's not that you're too small, but that you're too large, so to speak. You're not too anything, but you know what I mean. And also clinging on clinging to the past. This person walks with this block of conversations and things that have built up in the back of their mind. And maybe from an early age, people um, made you believe certain things about yourself or, or people's actions led you to believe certain things about yourself. And this is really an opportunity to take this mirroring that's going on and go back and find what those unhelpful programs and thoughts and beliefs about yourself are and clear them out and this is why that's coming up in your life. The stress also because we hear on the news every day that there's situations with jobs that's what's creating it 
And so let's all of us collectively affirm that there are plenty of jobs. And as soon as we affirm that, people will feel safe enough to hire people again. Yeah, that is the way that works. I remember years and years ago, Bush Sr. used the word recession uh, in the middle of some speech someplace, and that set this entire sequence of events that's still going on. Well, look what but there was no, <laughs> no, no, there was no repression. I know we have other That's what things. happened with the housing market, too. Yeah, okay. that entire thing. Um, Todd Anderson was very kind. Of, uh, I requested a few weeks ago that uh, people again send in uh, palm prints, and I would be happy to read them on the air. Okay, so why I'm going to do this quick, very briefly. We would have done it last week, uh, but there was no show that week owing to technical uh, difficulties. And this is uh, Todd's hand. And it is uh, somewhat out of focus, but there's still quite a bit I can see on the hand. Uh, Todd, you were alive in Atlantis, and you came back to do uh, quite a bit more than you did in the, uh, let me just say, quite a bit uh, from the Atlantean life, which implies a love of crystals. There's also the, um, there we go, uh, the fact that the fate line is headed towards the index finger indicates that you will run a business absolutely. Uh, both parents were very logical in their nature. Uh, the, the mom there, this is your mom's hand, uh, had a little more abstract nature than dad. You have the healing touch. You have an amazing ability at healing touch. And to make uh, quick decisions. Yeah, and you are completely in debate about uh, so many different things in your life. And uh, we would uh, say to please decide. Uh, this hand, dad's hand, uh, represents a very uh, logical, uh, person, again, with the um, uh, great deal of education has come your way. Uh, there's a very good imagination working in all this, and uh, quite a few past lives uh, wish to be interviewed by you. Those are the little lines uh, that run up the, um, doom, 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 those lines uh, represent past lives. And uh, so for the very brief look at uh, the hands that are afforded here, and well, we great. thank you and request more people to send palms in. And we can do a whole palm reading and yeah, we'll and do another show. Yeah, if you'd like to send in palms, we'll do yeah. um, another uh, reading, and uh, I'll do all sorts of kinds of readings. We'll do a show. Yeah, show. we can do, do a show based call? on that. We have our next call. Hi, caller. What's your name, please? Hi, Mary. Hi, Neville. It's Katie. Hi, Katie. Katie. Good all to right. hear from you. Yeah. Hi. Thanks, uh, Mary. Thanks for sharing that story about your brother. That was great to hear, and that oh. also. Oh, thank you. Um, I would love a general reading, and I had a quick question. Okay. Um, you had said, I was listening to some old shows, and you guys had both talked about that um, there was a lot of spirits passing on 11-11 last year, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. that happens to be the date that my, my son also passed away, and I was just wondering what the significance of that was, and also wanted to add that, interestingly enough, my new baby is due on one eleven eleven this year. Oh. Is that amazing? Wow. It's amazing. <laughs> Back and forth comes and goes. Well, I, I think it's pretty interesting, too. Um, when you had first called when you were pregnant with um, Zach, that, Zachary, that, that um, you were, I, I got the impression that it was a girl, but it was a boy. And, and so that, to me, says that he was here for a specific amount of time, and then he was ready to go. But 1111 is the angelic gate. And there's a whole book written about 1111, and there's a deck of cards and everything. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I really, really feel that that is significant. That's the day that your father passed. And who else passed on 1111? 
Uh, well, it's we've an had interesting like portal, 1111, to go that way because um, that's the place at which you allow. I mean, the, the healing is allowing, you know, healing is uh, releasing. And uh, that's uh, the biggest healing I've ever experienced was to die, <laughs> interestingly oh. enough. And okay. we have uh, let a me few do, more minutes. Let me do this real Please. quickly. Um, but it, it really is a, a portal. Maybe we'll talk about that next week, 1111, um, mm -hmm. because there's a lot to be said. Great. I got to share these cards that I got. They're just incredible. The flowering, this is a very feminine, fertile, receptive uh, card, and you are having a daughter, um, so mm -hmm. there's that. But this is saying that a, a lot of what happened before is reaching its crescendo point. It's, it's revealing why it happened. And this, I feel, were, were your feelings about being pregnant again in Zachary, and, and it looks like this child is stuck and never got to live the life or whatever. But really, the lock is unlocked, and all he has to do is open that. And so I feel he's coming back to say, it's all perfect. He's moving on to where he is supposed to be, and you will be getting um, where you're supposed to be, and not to hold on to any past things and just live in this beautiful cup of joy that's getting ready to come. Mm -hmm. And that there were some, it, it appeared to be a real down, a downed period of your life, but that's really over now. And so don't, don't let the reality of it in the past affect the reality of it, uh, happiness in the present. Happiness comes in a Great. circular Thank you motion. Good night. Yeah. Thank you. Good night. And sometimes when we have things mm -hmm. we think are evidence and we start projecting that into the future, which I think our other caller that had a lot to do with. Yeah, do we have, have time for any more? Okay. Uh, again, I've been dreaming with a particular guide that um, uh, acquaints me with concepts. And this is uh, an infinity sign. Well, it is, and uh, I got, uh, after been having been inspired to do this, and this took a very long time to build. This is very symmetric, and um, symmetry is a very interesting concept. Okay, and for those that might be listening to this on audio, it's a copper device that are two spirals. It's like um, two spirals that then curve into the second spiral. Yeah, and oh, that's a very good point, and it makes a wonderful pair of glasses. As you can for a lopsided kind of well, insect. Here's Neville's head, yeah. insect influence. Mm -hmm. Maybe it was the praying mantis that wants to hypnotize people, like those are sorcerer's pinwheels. And uh, mm -hmm. no, but it's a beautiful device. If you guys ever get yeah. the opportunity to hold this, it's yeah. incredible. And I got a lot more information about it today during the day when I didn't have the opportunity to physically do it. But I'm to add crystal to this, and it is to... Um, one of the many, many things it can do is balance the hemispheres of the brain. Uh, it can connect. Uh, there's just a huge number of things uh, available to it. It has a wonderful feeling. It sure does. It and it well. makes a lot of sense because um, energy goes along the copper. And so mm -hmm. it pulls energy and flows like that. And there is a thing that you can do where you do a figure eight between the hemispheres like that. I don't know if you even knew that. That um, helped to balance it. Mm -hmm. and get the, the hertz frequencies at a balance uh, point between the two. Completely Lovely. female, by the way. It is oh. an object so that it's is... So it's mine, then. I'll, I'll build you one. I'll do these on commission these days. I, when I was a younger man, I would just build a number of them, and then over the years they would find That's their really owners. It's really tough on your wrist. But at this point, uh, it's um, 
I'll have to know that somebody wants it, and then I'll have to have a week or so to build the thing. It's also the S of spirit, pulling from the uh, spiral the and Superman. sending into the spiral. What is it? The new Superman. Oh, God. It was our joy and honor to take you to the door. Join us nice next week. Come.